We are back. We are back and better than ever. Mm, are we? It's officially been a year since we moved into the flat. You mean the penthouse? Yes, sorry, the penthouse. We kind of thought it was about time to share our journey. What it's really like living with your sister, navigating life in your 20s, and all of our views in between. Our views from, from the penthouse. <laughs> Waterloo. I don't know why that song's in my head. It's like every time. No. You know what I'm going to say? When we go to Warwick Avenue. <laughs> yeah. How did I know you were going to say that? It's like twin telepathy. Every time we get on the Bakerloo line. When I get. <laughs> and we, we go through Warwick Avenue. I just can't help but sing Duffy. When I get to Warwick Avenue. Amy never knew that it was about that. And it says, meet me, me by. The entrance of the tube. No, I had no idea. I did love Duffy, though. I was a big Duffy fan. She got kidnapped. I know. What the hell? We were speaking about this at the weekend. No, was it the weekend or on New Year? I can't remember because I basically went to the same place for New Year as I went just this weekend. And I thought only... you went to Frank's parents this year, this weekend. No, to Rad's. You literally birthday. said, I'm going to Frank's home. Frank's friend's home. You missed the friend in the middle. Right. Why didn't you just say Rad. I think I did say rad, but then I think... You didn't. I'm sorry, I don't know. Basically, I've been to the same place in the space of, like, two and a half weeks. So, like, I'm getting confused as to what time was what. But on one of the visits, we were speaking about Duffy, and someone was explaining the story about how she got kidnapped for, like... Was it, like, five years? I don't know, but no one knew about it. Like, no. it wasn't a thing. No. It wasn't a... Which is quite surprising, because they often say, like, oh, when stuff happens to, like, celebs, it's always, like, really well spoken about, but so much happens in the world that we don't hear about. Crazy. I, I think, think she's, she... like, spoken out about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think she has. Because she disappeared. She, she did quite literally disappear. Like, she didn't bring out any new music. Yeah. Oh no, I was being very dramatic. Four weeks. Right. But it was quite dramatic. She was drugged and raped and taken abroad. What? That's mad that that can just happen to a pretty well-known singer, celebrity. I know, and no one realises she's missing for four weeks. Well, and maybe they did. I don't know. What's the other one that she does? Oh, begging you for mercy. Yeah, yeah, why won't you release me? Hang on. If you listen to the lyrics of that, why won't you release me? She knew. What are the other words? Why won't you release? Down on my knees, I'm begging, please stop playing games. <laughs> Something like that, isn't yeah. it? Don't know why I think I'm a singer when I get onto this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Rad has these CDs he made when he was younger. And in like the bit where we go when we go round, he he only has a, like a CD player that like we can't plug into an aux. So we have to play the same CDs over and over again all night. And they're like really old songs. So they've got like that on. They've got like James Blunt, good songs, but like very old school. And so we, he was a Duffy fan. I guess he was a Duffy fan. Yeah. What else was on there? A couple of Black Eyed Peas, Mika. No, oh, you sent me a video. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you sent me a video of. No, that was when I was skiing. Oh, that was skiing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So tell me how I was skiing. I feel like I haven't seen you, haven't spoken to I you. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. I've been away for, so it's Tuesday today, obviously. Two for Tuesday when you get two own girls for the press one on a Tuesday. I can say that so fast now. It's just like ingrained in the rain. I got back on Thursday evening and I'd left the Saturday before. So I've been gone for like 11 days. I haven't slept in my bed yet since I've been home. Well, you got back today. 
yeah. So I went skiing on Saturday, skiing for like six days. And then on the Friday, we went to Rad's. And then I stayed at Frank's. He's just bought a house and I we stayed there. I stayed there for the first time on Sunday night on his blow-up bed, which is just... Really? Why won't you release me? <laughs> it's not fun sleeping on a blow-up bed. It just isn't. Like, I, we used to do it camping every year for six weeks. When you're a child, I just don't think you think about stuff like that. But, like, I haven't slept very well for the last two nights. And like, the, So why did you stay? Well, you know, his new house. I can't just be like, see ya. Like he wants to stay there, doesn't he? Because it's like fun and exciting and it's like, oh, blow you up bed. You don't have to sleep there though. No, but it was kind of exciting. <laughs> was it wobbling? Yeah, it's like when I'm sat on it and we're, we're both lying yeah, in bed and then he, up, he and then gets he up and I just go, <laughs> and then he gets back on and I bounce back up again. Yeah. But like the weird thing with blow up beds is, and I don't really remember this when we went camping, but when I sleep on a blow up bed in a house, they get very wet. They do. Like it's, it was, I woke up this morning soaking wet. Don't get that. What is that? Condensation from the air inside. Yeah, maybe. Before we had it on a tent and it was like... And it's on, on the, the ground, ground rather than on carpet. Yeah, yeah. I think that definitely does have something to do with it on what it's on. I think I should tell him to put like a towel underneath or like yeah. something because there's something to do with the cold air inside and then it creates like condensation because you're hot, your body heats like hot and the air's... Co- I don't know. So condensation happens when water vapor touches a cold surface and then it turns in turns into a liquid water vapor touches a cold surface because we're the heat we're a heat source aren't we like our body heat is on the bed it's probably warming up the bed the air the bed yeah i don't know what it is but i just woke up and i just thought i can't do it again I just was so excited to come home today. No offense, Frank. Like, love the new house. Congratulations. Like, very proud. But can't sleep on that bed again. I mean, he's getting a bed. So you can stay around when he's when he's got a bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll stay around when the bed's there. He's having a mattress delivered on Friday, so it's fine. I think it's... And he's away anyway, so it's fine. He's gone away again. Well, he, he goes on Thursday, yeah. Mm. What was the point of the story? I haven't seen you... Oh, yes. For... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we came home and then we went straight to Rad's and then I stayed at Frank's, so... I only really got home today, so I'm literally so excited to stay in my bed. You don't realise how much you miss, like, your own bed. Like, the, the bed at skiing was so comfortable, but it's just not your own bed. And my bed is just the best bed in the entire world. <laughs> it just really, truly is. And anyone can fight me on it. But it everyone is. that I sleeps in that bed, it. every single person, there's been a lot of people in that bed, let me tell you. That was a really bad joke. Everyone that sleeps in that bed like wakes up and is just like transformed. Lots of people ask me where the mattress is from. I think mum bought the mattress like, this sounds a bit creepy, but I think it was on like, eBay. Really? But you've had it a while and mattresses, you should buy a new mattress after like... Eight years. Yeah. You're meant to change your mattress every eight years, but I, I'm not I'm not getting rid of that mattress ever. Has it got a topper? That's probably what it is. It's no. probably not the mattress. No, it hasn't got a topper. Got a mattress protector. Yeah, no. It's the mattress. The mattress is the comfiest mattress in the entire world I i'm not i'm not lying so you went skiing <laughs> yeah yeah i went skiing it was so much fun it was really fun but um we didn't have great weather which when you're skiing is like really quite imperative because then it snowed a lot i've never in my life seen so much snow the week before we went it was practically green and everyone was panicked that like lots of people cancelled their holiday it's like one extreme to the other you can't ski without snow 
but if it's snowing too much you can't really ski either it is one of them like you just you need it to be perfect and you can't count on the weather and skiing holidays aren't cheap so when you pay to go skiing it's a bit annoying when you get shit weather but like it was fine we still ski we still managed to ski every day but three of the girls who I went with had never skied before and learning to ski in a whiteout is not really a whiteout a whiteout is that what it's called I don't know if that's 100% the technical term who was calling it that and that's what people call it like that's what we call it a whiteout yeah but where did you hear that term because the term's been floating around I'd, for a while I'd never heard it before no, it's th- it's been there for a while. A whiteout. A whiteout. It doesn't sound as good when it I sounds, say it. It sounds like something an Australian would say. Yeah, a yeah. A whiteout. It doesn't sound good in English. A whiteout. Dude, I got Dude, a whiteout. I got a total whiteout. Oh, no. <laughs> total whiteout. Isn't that that program? <laughs> yeah, it's a great program. We used to watch that so much. It honestly makes me cry laugh, that program. They should have it as like a thing you can go and do. No, they do. I'm but so like sure. The, not the actual one. They have like versions of it, don't they? But not the actual one. It's not even funny. It's the commentator. Yeah, yeah, it is. We used to sit there, like us, and I said Dad would even just sit there and watch it with us. And he'd just take the piss out of It's out of so all of them. funny. It's horrible because we find pleasure in people's pain. Yeah, Like yeah. that's, we're, we're literally laughing at you falling over i know but it's just oh because it's just so funny probably wouldn't be allowed nowadays anyway there was a whiteout there was a whiteout no it was fine we managed to ski every day and stuff but it did just snow a lot one day we went to the folly which is like the big like it's amazing they've got like five restaurants in there and then you do like apra and stuff and we basically got evacuated off the mountain you got evacuated well so basically what happens is you can get a gondola up i mean most apres you ski to and then you ski back down from like you can get gondolas and lifts up to them but most people will ski to it because it's like on your way like halfway down is there such thing as drink skiing what do you mean like drink driving no no you're allowed to drink and ski oh you it's a free-for-all that's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. Dangerous. We literally said, you just wouldn't be able to do that here. I don't know how it's allowed. I actually don't know how it's allowed. Yeah. Like, you can't even drink in scooter. You can't drink in cycle. No, but I suppose there's no cars. You're on a slope. You're not, there's, there's only other skiers. It's like saying you can't drink and walk home. Or like, you can't. No, because you have got these long things attached to you and sticks with like pokes at the end and you could just like ram into people i mean yeah it is kind of like driving in a sense where like it's not really about what you're doing it's the person behind you so like if you hit someone when you're skiing it's always the person's fault who's behind coming down skiing is so dangerous yeah poor natasha richardson i mean she died skiing who the mum from the parent trap died skiing in a skiing accident what seriously yeah natasha richardson Liam Neeson's wife in real life. And then he had to play in Love Actually, the poor man. And his wife died. Died, yeah, yeah. They always I give him. That. They always give him. I didn't him. know it was skiing. Yeah, yeah, skiing. God, that's horrible. The thing with skiing is it doesn't even have to be that dramatic. Like, I think she's, I think she skied into like a fence or she skied. She was like at the bottom and she d- d- didn't stop in time and ski into mm. something. And it's the same as Michael Schumacher. I know. But that is just so not ironic but like yeah that's just so ridiculous because he has one of the most dangerous jobs in the world mm. and then he gets put into a coma via a skiing accident rather than yeah. at work rather than a formula one 
car crash i'm pretty sure so he was skiing off piece and he he had a gopro on i'm pretty sure and he hit a rock a rock went through his helmet and he's obviously that's just mad like f1 is more dangerous but then at the same time you could say it's not because there are so many, many precautions yeah, yeah. now or well, nowadays there are so many safety things you should see the things that they walk out of yeah i know like, they should be like most of them should die when they crash but because of all the, the safety precautions they don't but like skiing yes you're wearing a mm. you're not even wearing a helmet yeah yeah i mean some people don't but you do wear a helmet yeah typically i didn't wear a helmet hannah did you wear a helmet when we went skiing yeah i don't when really you went remember. skiing this time oh yeah yeah i wore a helmet yeah really i don't know what i'm thinking of maybe you did but yeah, like you're not very protected. Not really, no. Like you have no control other over other people yeah. around you. Like that's like those stupid girls on the on the skating rink, the ice rink, who it's exactly the same. Like they're doing circles around you and it puts you off. It puts you off balance. So <laughs> if someone swoops past you when you're when you're skiing and it, it puts you off. Hannah's talking about when we went at Christmas to Somerset House. We went ice skating at Somerset House and there was obviously girls there that were like professional or figure skaters or whatever. And they were just obviously, as you would, because I would if I could skate like that. But it's like go to, go to a rink on your own or go to a professional rink where other people are the same level. Mm. Like not when there's tiny little kids like just trying to skate yeah. around and they're flying past. Like, and it's so off-putting and they're also completely fucking up the ice. She's angry. No, but it's just like, they're just doing it to show off like go somewhere where it's your own level that's just like a family ice skating mm. thing it does annoy me because yeah. it really like would put you off balance when they're going right past you and hannah's just bitter because she can't ice skate yeah no i'm bad at ice skating <laughs> i get better every year but i'm just saying <sighs> anyway no i know i agree it is very dangerous but i did ski down drunk after that pretty once bronte and i were like let's do i had to convince her a little bit well what do you do otherwise just get the thing back down yeah so you get the the annoying thing is you can get the gondola back down but it closes at a certain time so then you have to leave whereas if you ski down you can stay for as long as you like i mean they don't stay open that late can you ski in the dark yeah it gets dark it's same as here so it got dark at like par four five you could put lights on the end of your skis. Mm. That'd be fun. It's not very far. Like from where you stop to do apre and then from where you have to ski back down. Like it's not that far to go if you know yeah. how to ski. Didn't you have a ski and ski out? Yeah, it was ski and ski out, but we didn't really. So basically we were staying in a chalet, which was slightly outside of Val d'Isere. So like not in the actual proper town center. And it was like proper snow it was like thick thick snow like could easily have skied from out of our door and skied down but like I don't we didn't really know where you went from there it's not like we were on top of a mountain and could have skied down well we were on top of a mountain I can't really explain it anyway we didn't do the ski and ski out around the chalet but it's a shame yeah I think we could have skied from up in Val d'Isere and skied back to our chalet but I don't think we could we couldn't ski from our chalet up the mountain to Val d'Isere if that makes sense yeah. Because some of the girls we were with weren't like really confident skiers. It was probably quite a pointless part of the specifications. But like the chalet was beautiful. We booked with hip hideouts. They have like quite a few places in Val and I think they have places elsewhere. Val. Val. Just like me with the skiing lingo. But all your photos are lush. You all look glowing 
like skin so wow. flawless really? you, all, all your eyes look really like it's the white it's the snow everything pops because everything is white around you yeah really good photos that one i don't think you've replied to me that one i think india posted it on it was like a few swipes in and all of the girls all of the blonde girls are wearing the same outfit and yeah. then you're in the middle brunette with the blue and it just looks like I know. it looks like a hindu i know we said that. you look like the bride yeah like it's such a good photo of you because all you okay this is horrible to say but <sighs> you you do you just look at you really because they're in black as well it kind of just mm. makes it focus on you like that should be you should post that photo really yeah god i didn't even think about it it's so good it looks like a hindu but it also looks like an ad well, it was an ad. <laughs> oh, right. For Jack Wills. But it, yeah, it wasn't really part of the ad. But we did all we did all wear Jack Wills while we were there. We were sponsored by Jack Wills for one of our days. But I just I just went for the blue. Some of the other girls wanted the blue and they couldn't get it because they, they have a blue suit. But I went for the blue jacket and pants set. Right. But yeah, really cute. All really cute photos. Everything looks so nice in the snow. Yeah. And like, honestly, it snowed so much. I mean, meters of snow, never seen so much snow. I mean, I did a ski season. I don't remember seeing that much snow ever. I guess it's winter. Yeah, yeah. On the day we left, it was like minus 18. Oh, fuck that. No, like it was minus five, minus 4.5 this morning. And oh my God. Like, I mean, the car was an ice cube. It took me so long to scrape it off. Mm, Scrape all the ice off. That car takes a while to heat up as well. Oh, it was horrendous. I just, I get cold in the middle of the night as well now. I just, I couldn't, minus 18. I don't know how people live in places where it's, where you have that kind of snow and that kind of, I guess yeah. the heating systems are probably better. Oh yeah, our chalet was not cold in the slightest in the chalet ever once. No, but I honestly, hats off if you live in a cold country, like someone I work with is from Russia mm. and I always complain that it's cold and she's like, this is not cold. You should see where I come from. It's like meters of snow. Really? And I'm like, that's great for you, but... <laughs> I guess if you're used to it, you're used to it. And it's fine. Like, you just dress for the cold. You just wrap up like I just... You wear thermals. I just ugh, can't get warm. Sometimes it's just too cold for me. I wasn't even made for England winter. Mm-hmm. I was made for the sun. Yeah, I'm ready for the sun now. Now I've had my skiing holiday. I'm ready for it to be spring. Like, I'm so bored of being cold now. Same. And I feel like it's only just hit real winter now yeah it feels like it's getting colder yeah but it stopped raining like it's not been raining which is nice when i left it's warmer when it rains like winter is cold not rain i hate the rain like we're more we're in the midst of winter now but then it's weird because the days are getting longer i noticed that today yeah so did i just today i noticed same that it wasn't pitch black when i was when i got home yeah but anyway <clears throat> Let's not talk about the weather. So British of us. <laughs> so British of us. <laughs> okay. Happy Tuesday. That was a long old intro. <laughs> Mum keeps messaging me. Does she keep messaging you? About what? She obviously listens to the podcast, but like like throughout the day at different points. And then every now yeah. and then I'll get a text like, Earlier, she texting, I was three months pregnant when I got married. Mm. I'm just like, what? And then I remember, it's literally so random. We can post, you know, how we were talking about the other day, our parents' wedding album, how it's strange for us to see them like that. Um, um, actually sent us some of the photos. She's obviously gone and 
dug it out to send us some photos of it. Where is it? I can't find. We will post. Oh, okay, Maybe yeah. on our story. Found it. Oh, yeah. Skin looks flawless, though, doesn't it? Flawless skin. The dress is... I mean, the back's quite sweet. <laughs> sweet. Oh, my God, it's so weird. It just looks like me and you. It's so what weird. Me and you, what, mum and dad? <laughs> oh, no. What? I'm mum and your what? dad. What's happened to my microphone? <laughs> no, it's just like that, that picture of her. I know. How much could that be me or you? Who do you think that looks like more? But none of us have those sort, those sort of eyebrows. <laughs> weird, isn't it? I guess like thin eyebrows were the thing. Eyebrows are such a weird thing because me and you have such different eyebrows. Our eyebrows are the polar opposite. I think eyebrows are your own. I think they're the only thing that are your own. Like you can't pass them on. No, because you have great eyebrows. I don't think I I've don't. got great eyebrows. I ruined my eyebrows when I was younger because, you know what? I'm even going to, no. I'm, I'm going to name and shame him. A guy, a, a guy, a friend of mine. Well, he wasn't really a friend at the time when he said this. In secondary school, I had really bushy eyebrows. Monobrow, the whole thing. Like really big eyebrows, which today I'd fucking kill for mm. to like shape them and they'd be great. I was sat in, we were sat in food tech. You know, in at Isha. I didn't do food tech at Asia because I only started in year ten, so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have picked it as one of my courses. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Jack Hale so it just said made a joke about my huge eyebrows, and back then it was definitely all the rage to have thin <laughs> eyebrows. And I yeah. honestly went home and I plucked out. <gasps> All my eyebrows. Hannah. Like when I say all my eyebrows, I had to draw on, I just drew on a thin line with a pencil. I'll have to find the photos and they've never been the same. I'd put, honestly, I put all the shit on there to try and grow them back. Once they started growing back, I was getting them waxed and threaded and all the shit. I've tried HD brows, I've done it all. They, like they just, some, some bits just haven't recovered. And I'm really sad that I did that. And I did that because... Someone just said to me, oh, look at your, like, made a joke about my huge eyebrows. Oh, my God, And that's that so one sad. day, that one comment, and actually... What is happening to my microphone? I don't know. She's sliding. Like, what is going Amy, on? Amy, it's because it's not, it's not on <gasps> properly. <laughs> that is really, really sad. Yeah. And it's, we went on to be really good friends, and he was, like, one of the guys in our guy friend group, and he was great, but, yeah, he was the person that said to me about my eyebrows, which made me literally pluck all of them out i'll find a photo i remember i have this photo and i'm wearing my um i heart jb top oh my god i mean that's really sad that you were Im obviously impacted by something that someone said about you in like a passing comment like they haven't even thought about it but thin eyebrows were all the craze but that's like a perfect example of how like trends like you do things for a trend like this whole lasering and waxing your entire body it is a trend it's a social construct that women shouldn't have hair. like that's more that's slightly different no but women are like we <laughs> this sounds so weird but we were speaking about it at the weekend we were saying like all of our mums and our parents like that generation they all have like big old bushes like they're not bothered mm. like that generation our like parents generation aren't bothered about being like yeah but women have always gotten rid of their underarm hair and yeah. their leg hair and yeah stuff like that but like yeah okay but like the bikini thing but is... nowadays like we are lasering our entire body from like a very young age and we're being influenced and told and like that's like i think it's quite trendy it's that it's not 
seen as attractive for women to have body hair. It's not a trend. It's not because women want to do it. It's because it's not seen as attractive. No, I that's know. That's what it is. No, but it's not always been like that. No, I know. And some guys... Some guys like it. Love a bush. Some but guys I mean, love a bush. they definitely wouldn't feel the same about hairy legs or hairy underarms. They might do. But people are taking a stand these days. Oh, yeah, I know. We were talking about it this weekend and we were saying about how some guys, like older guys, don't like the thought of a completely hairless woman because it reminds them of like children. Like, yeah. When you're a child, you're obviously completely hairless and it feels a little bit wrong. So yeah. I feel like where people are just like waxing and lasering and doing all of this now because they think it's like they're socially conforming to what they think they should do. Actually, in the future, it might change again or men, as you grow older, might be like, well, where's all your hair? Oh, but I never lasered the actual, like, only the bikini line. Yeah. I would never laser the whole bit because, like, yeah, just in case you want to grow it out. Yeah. This is, like, the bum and boobs thing. I was watching The Hills. I mean, they all start getting boob jobs. Yeah, yeah. But they're tiny, tiny, boob. tiny stick thin with no bum. You know how it used to be a saying, like, does my bum, bum look, look big, big in this? this? Because that was a bad thing for yeah. your bum to look fat. But it was great to have huge boobs, but have, like, like really low-waisted trousers or jeans with like a yes. tiny little bum oh, in the hills they are tiny and they all wear such small low waist yeah. stuff and I've always had like dimples in my back like my lower back yeah and I remember when I was at school it would be really sexy if your like trousers or jeans like showed your like dimples in your lower yeah. back I remember that being such a trend I do remember everyone getting boob jobs and it was such the trend in the craze to have big boobs and I remember when I was like 14 15 like I would always say as soon as I hit 18 I'm getting a boob job like same. I want bigger boobs I hate my boobs they're so small and now I literally could not care less same but I don't know if that's just because I'm older or if because it has become less trendy to have big boobs yeah well yeah this this is what I'm saying before it was big boobs no bum and then it became a thing with the, like the Kardashians mm. you know curvy big bum but now have you seen it's going back. Didn't Kim have loads of reduction done on her bum? I think they've all... Yeah, they want all... to now go back to like the skinny look. I mean, they have loads of money so they can just reverse whatever they do. But if you go and have surgery exactly. to try and look like this and it is just a trend. Yeah, yeah. And not all of us have like unlimited money where if we like say we go and get a boob job and we think, oh yeah, I love that. Like not everyone has the money to then have it reversed or exactly. take them back out or, you know, and then pop them back in when it gets trendy again. Like imagine it becomes trendy to have a really big waist. You know how everyone wants like a, a skinny waist like that. Imagine it comes trendy to have like the square shape. God, how are we going to do that? And then people are going to start getting like filler, like in their <laughs> waist. Sad. But anyway, mum's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got onto the topic. But yeah, eyebrows are your own. What are mum's eyebrows like now? Really thin. Really thin? I don't know if that's just though because she maybe had them done really thin all the time and now they just don't grow back. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if there's anything I've ever done because someone said something or someone's... I mean, really minor, but I know it was trendy to have your belly pierced. But I definitely got my belly pierced because you got your belly pierced. Really? Well, I definitely got my belly pierced because it was just like a massive trend. I don't know if having a belly piercing is still very trendy. No one talks about it. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's like it never happened, doesn't like it? No one talks about this anymore. I know. Does anyone go to get their belly pierced anymore? I wanted my belly pierced 
so badly my mum was constantly like you're not having it done until you're 16 you're not having it done until you're 16 I can't actually remember how old I was when I got it done in the end I think you were 15 it was like such a trend to have your belly pierced I still have my belly piercing in and I actually remember a guy he had like a bit of like a belly button piercing fetish and he used to say to me like it's so sexy like I love it I think it was it was seen as quite like but this was quite recent this was obviously not right. before Frank but like recent yeah, yeah. in terms of like that <laughs> this but was like two weeks this ago was like a few days ago <laughs> but now I don't know if it's like do people even notice like I would notice massively if I took mine out just because I'm so used to having it done but I don't think anyone else would even bat an eyelid if you didn't have your belly pierced has it gotten really loose Mine was always quite loose. See, I, I've taken mine out. I took mine out a couple of years ago. I don't think they ever did mine properly. I don't think they got enough. I had enough. quite a lot of... See, I don't have a lot quite of skin. Tight. No, mine's really loose. Mine doesn't have like a lot of skin. Mm. And it's the same with my bloody ears. I don't know if I'm just unlucky. When I fir- first got my first piercing done in my ears, they fucked up and pierced one of them really low down. So I can't really wear Yeah, earrings. and as you get older, that it, it will become really, like a slit. And it really bothers me because... If I want to wear like hoops or like whatever and I have got my hair like tucked, like you can really tell that one's like so much lower. Yeah. And it's really and annoying because there's nothing I can, they've never healed over. There's nothing I can do about it. Like they're never going to heal. They're, I'm going to have them forever. But like it is really annoying and they did the same thing with my belly button. Did you go to the same place? <laughs> no, I, I think I got my first hole pierced at camping in East Wittering opposite that, the big supermarket I think there was like a piercing shop there and I'm pretty sure I got it. I got my, I don't know why I just remember that. Weird. And then all my other hops I think I've done myself and they do close up. Yeah. See, I've done second and thirds myself on the lobes and they closed up. Yeah. Because I never really wore, I never really wore anything I don't really wear earrings. No. I don't know, but I would love to be an earring person. Like all my friends are such earring people. Yeah. And I love the look and I think it looks so nice on everyone. Yeah. But I just think I look like an Same. idiot. Same. Like I'm. It just doesn't suit me. I just don't like earrings. Like there aren't a lot of earrings where I say, oh, I really like that. I don't like a lot of them. I like the mini, like, little cuffs and, like, little um, huggies and stuff like that. And I have my cartilage pierced. What ear is it? I think it's this ear. And I really like that. And I always do normally have little studs in just, like, my first hole. But, like, I'm not someone that... But I think it's maybe because I also always wear my hair down. I never wear my hair up. So you can't really see my ears that much anyway. This is why I should have loads of ear piercings because I always wear my hair up. Yeah, and it does look so nice. Well, I was kind of started to do my ears because I got the scaffolding done. And then I probably would have continued, but because of my work, they made me take it out oh, yeah. before it was healed. Yeah, yeah. And now I have a cauliflower ear. Oh. And I'll never be able to get anything on that now. I have a cauliflower like, tail. Anyway, I wouldn't be able to get a, a cartilage or anything done because it's just fucked. But it's not healed completely. Yeah. But it's not... But you couldn't get anything in yeah. it. Yeah. And I had to go back to the shop to get it taken out because I couldn't do it. God, it was painful. It was yeah. just painful all the time. But yeah, I loved that. I had my nose ring, my scaffolding. I was just a bit like that. Yeah, you I? And I probably would have continued doing that. You were headed down a certain garden path <laughs> and something came along. And well, it was my job. You. I was. I started my job, mm. my placement uh, during uni. And they were like, because of the nature of the job, which was so silly because I was just in the office. But because you have to train, you have to like go into the unit. You Everyone has to do it. In the lab. It's not a lab. It's a clean room. They're <laughs> so different. You can wear earrings and whatever you want in a lab. 
What clean room is completely sterile. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think we're just picturing you in like a white lab coat, like with goggles on, things blowing up in your face, but that's not it. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me show you the actual. Although I, d- I never, I was never a manufacturer, but to give you more of an idea of what people look like. No, because now I'm picturing Grey's Anatomy where you just wash all your hands and put all that coloured stuff. That's terrifying. It is. You do have to wear like... Do you have to step into one room and then it goes... And then you step out into another okay no it doesn't it's not like the movies it doesn't go (laughs) but you have different grades of room so you have well in that company that it was a to d so grade d was like the warehouse area and then grade c is the first so you do your first change and you get into a certain outfit that they've given you you've gotta do you want me to go through it i mean it's not if you're gonna gonna bore us all half to death (laughs) <laughs> no but if it's going to be quick you got to change one and then you change into some like blues and some clogs and then you go and you have to like swivel across a bench and you do all your sanitization and all that and then you go into a clean room because you're then in like a grade c and then you go into another change room and you put another suit on mm. and like boots and another pair of gloves and like the hood and everything and then you go into your grade b which is the clean room and then your grade a which is inside the cabinet is like the sterile but you do there's a lot of stuff that goes into it so you don't shed any particles anything you can't like you have to walk with like your hands like this and you can't make any like sudden movements because it's all about the airflow and the the particles and everything so mad anyway what are we talking about why have we gotten onto that belly button piercings yeah no the nature of my job the first day i started training they were like i had acrylic nails Mm. i had like piercings they were like you have to remove all of it Otherwise, we'll find another student. I remember I went and I called mum and I was nearly in tears because I was like, really, really want this job. But like, I remember it was so dramatic. I remember you being like, they want me to take my nose ring out. And I was like, just take it out. No, but I, could, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't. I had to go back to the shop to get it out. Yeah. I feel like I just have issues with piercings. I don't think you were meant to be pierced. My belly button, though, was fine. Never one issue with it. But I remember a time where I wanted dermal oh, no. ones. I wanted like, oh, I think they were. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think they were hip ones. Yeah, yeah. They, that and one I was trendy. To have like the little studs. Yeah. Yeah, I did want all that. But anyway, my point was I had piercings and I probably would have continued getting more piercings had it not been for that. I literally stripped everything. I got my nails removed, took all my piercings out and I kind of just never went back. No, but I think it's also like when you're a bit younger, like you do just, you want to try things. Obviously I got my tongue pierced, which when I think about it, it's just kind of weird and crazy. Six tongue out? I can't see it. It's kind of the same as your ear. Like there's still a hole there, but like I couldn't get anything in it. Right, it scarred really badly and I'll have that forever. And I loved my tongue piercing when I first got it done. I thought it was so cool. And then like a year or so went by and I started growing up a bit. And I remember I I just used to feel really self-conscious when I was around certain people and I would hide it. And I'd be like, why am I, it doesn't feel very like me if I'm like hiding it from people because I feel a bit embarrassed that I have my tongue pierced. Because obviously there's certain connotations that come with having your tongue pierced. Like, Well, that's like, sorry. But who was it that told our whole entire generation that if you get a tattoo you won't get a job yeah sorry i have a great job yeah that was a thing wasn't it like oh if you get a tattoo you'll You'll never never get get a job 
which is ridiculous. I guess it's something your parents say because they don't want you to get a tattoo. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they meant more like if you get like some sort of big spider going down your face or something. Or like the hands, like people always like don't get tattoos on like your hands or yeah, well, where you can't cover it up. Obviously like your tattoo and my tattoo is quite like hidden. Very well hidden. Hid mine for four years. <laughs> I remember when dad first saw my tattoo because I never told him I got it done. And he gave me a necklace, I think, for like my 21st oh, birthday yeah. or something. And I was like, oh, do you want to put it on me? And I have a tattoo on the back of my neck. And he came around and I pulled my hair and he was like, what's that? And I was like, I just did not know what to say. And he was like, it's not real, is it? And I was like, no. And I remember the first time, do you remember in the swimming pool at Colette's when I swore in front of dad? I will never forget <laughs> it. Yeah. It's like a feeling. Oh my God, it's yeah. like ingra- that feeling is like ingrained in me. Like I remember... I just remember how I felt at the time. And like, but you felt like shame and that's horrible. Yeah, I did. I felt so embarrassed because we didn't swear in front of dad for a long, long time. And we don't God, really. That was funny. Swear like, well, but wait, was that the ship thing? No, no. that was another time. No, that was another time. <laughs> and we tried to cover it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were walking well, in. Where is, where tra- was it? Trafalgar Square. Tra- Trafalgar Square. They had one of those ships in a bottle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a giant ship in a box <laughs> and amy went shit or something and then she went shit <laughs> she went oh look ship the the ship in the bottle <laughs> and we it were just, going ship <laughs> it just fits so well i accidentally <laughs> said shit in front of my dad and then i just looked up and saw the ship and i was like ship ship <laughs> i swore in i was in the, my team meeting the other day and I kind of just forgot where I was. Like, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very unprofessional with my own team. And I was like, I was just like, oh shit. I think I was running the screen and I, I was like, oh shit. And then I, and then I, it kind of occurred to me that maybe I shouldn't have done that in front of my whole team. Like I, and then I was just like, mm, we're all out. But it's, but like, yeah, but it, again, it's like the whole, like when you go out like drinking with your workmates, like you feel like you should, but like everyone swears, like, everyone drinks. Yeah, everyone but like drunk, in, everyone in the professional environment yeah. in a meeting I, yeah. I was like no I think swearing in the workplace is probably I think, fine yeah but only sh- you only said shit it's not like you went shit wank bollocks <laughs> fuck <a laughs> <laughs> don't know why I just said that I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was awful I might cut that out <laughs> I'm gonna wee it's because I had a really weird dream the other night and I'm not even gonna explain it to you but it was I think so it can be left weird. to the imagination with that um, phrase but I remember when I swore in front of dad, proper time I swore in front of dad for the first time. And I think I said, fuck. And I was just mortified. We were in the swimming pool at Colette's and we were playing sharks. <laughs> so I must have been quite young. <laughs> just playing sharks. Shark and mermaids. Shark and mermaids. What a game. What did we Our dad do? would literally just try and chase us around the pool and we'd pretend to be like mermaids. He'd be the shark. He'd be like... <laughs> That's so sweet. And we were like, oh my God, so scared, like swimming away. Yeah. And he'd obviously <laughs> swim like really slowly. And just like, no, no. I think it was just more the the thrill. We were thrill seekers. We were thrill seekers. <laughs> Adrenaline junkies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a mermaid swimming and I went, came up from the water and dad was right in front of me sharking. And I just <laughs> went, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. And then I just... <laughs> Stroke back under yeah. and swam away. You often do that. You often... I run away. You're always flight. I'm 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 flight. I'm fight. And you're flight. Yeah, I'm like, see ya. And I'm like, come on then. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. 
<laughs> but it's just that feeling like I still remember the the feeling of how how like embarrassed and mortified and scared I was because I just swore in front of my dad who I didn't think knew I swore with our dad we have a different relationship with him than like if you had said it in front of mum it wouldn't have been as bad but because we have like it's a different sort of relationship we have with our dad I think because I was actually telling someone about this at the weekend and I was saying that we sort of describe it as more of like a grandfather granddaughter relationship I don't know if he would agree or if he would feel sad if he heard that but that's just kind of and I don't we Hannah and I have never had really grandparents either we do have one grandfather who's still alive but we're just not really that close with him so we we actually don't really know what a grandfather and granddaughter relationship is really because we've never really had it but that's what we I think imagine there are exceptions some people are really close to their grandparents but you are a little bit less close you see them less often you're slightly removed you're not as open you maybe don't do things like swear in front of them yeah. or you know tell them that you'll you're, wear something a bit more you got, conservative when they come round yeah or you drank a whole bottle of vodka in a field the other night it was always you'd buy the big bottle of boost pour half of it away pour the glens into it i liked a bottle of lambrini with a oh i loved oh, i loved a lambrini but i had mm. a really bad experience and i was like foaming at the mouth at a gathering it was really quite bad they were going to take me to the hospital and then, yeah, I thought I was a mermaid when I was younger. You are lying if you say you didn't pretend to be a mermaid when you swam. I still do it now. And literally, I wanted to be Ricky. And I'd always, like, do this and pretend to, like, heat up the water. I know. Isn't it weird that she hasn't really gone on to do anything? Or has she? Maybe mm, she's more of an Australian yeah. actress. But, like... Cleo. Phoebe Tonkin is is stunning, like yeah. beautiful. And she's obviously in quite a lot of stuff. Isn't it nice that they're both they both And they're both and Rebecca. Yeah, they crossed over. Oh my god, yeah. I did know that, but I've just suddenly re-triggered. Yeah, that's what I mean. They were both like they were both in Vampire Diaries and yeah. poor Ricky, whatever her name was. She was my favourite. She was my favourite. God, that was a big part of my identity when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to go and find like the moon pool. <laughs> I used to sit there and search like real mermaids. Mermaids are actually quite scary though. Yeah. Like the real, like obviously mermaids yeah. aren't real. But like the mermaids in things normally are quite scary. Evil. Yeah, they're evil. Like webbed hands and like sharp quite, teeth. Yeah. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean or something. You see mermaids. Yeah. And they're like really evil. Yeah, yeah. That's who Frank dressed up as for at the weekend. It was his birthday. Who's? what oh just a pirate in general no no so it was we had to dress as evil villains but we were all given our villains we didn't get to pick oh really yeah so i was given bellatrix the strange just out of a hat that was great and frank was the guy hector barbosa that's it from pirates of the caribbean the evil villain the evil like name? pirate i think that's his name it was so fun we um played i mean i haven't watched it but have you watched traitors well no but when frank was staying here he made me watch the whole like intro like trailer thing he was like oh you'll love it you should watch this he was sat here watching it i'd probably watch it but i don't think joe would no he keeps telling me to watch it with you <laughs> okay <laughs> it's all the craze it's all anyone's talking about and we played it on saturday night really around the table and it was actually so much fun and i would actually highly recommend it i mean if you've seen the show you'll know how it works but they basically you close all your eyes and then rad went around and told everyone if they were like a villain or if they were a werewolf and then each night someone dies and then you have to work out 
who killed them and who are the werewolves and you have to eliminate people and it's we, we all just sat around a table i don't know if that's how it I don't know if that's how it works in the show. I think it is. I don't think they're werewolves. I think they're just traitors. They're just like mur- they're just murderers. Maybe he called us werewolves because we were doing evil villains. Yeah. I don't know. But we were like villagers and werewolves. And then like every night someone would die and we'd have to guess who killed it. And then you'd have to stand up and fight your case and be like, no, I'm not a villain. Like, I'm not a werewolf. Oh, I bet Frank won. Nah, he was killed off very early on. <laughs> would highly recommend. But I haven't seen the show, so I didn't really get it. But... Now I think, now I've played that game, I think I should probably watch the show, yeah. Well, sorry for, you know, the avid Penthouse Diaries fans. The avid, (laughs) the Penthouse Diaries. Diaries. The Diaries who are here just for, you know. Just for that, that special segment. Well, we did say it's probably not going to be every episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we have loved having you here at the penthouse. Next time on... What's our podcast called again? (laughs) (laughs) From the penthouse. Next time on From the Penthouse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I haven't done that in a while. I haven't done that in a while. So you can find us on Instagram and TikTok just at From the Penthouse. Or you can drop us an email, contact at fromthepenthouse.co.uk. And also head over to our YouTube to find the full video of this <laughs> podcast. Also, share us on your stories. Yeah. Try and get the word out a bit. Like, if you enjoy listening, then we'd really appreciate a rating or a review wherever you listen. And then just maybe a share. Like, if you send have a it to your friends, yeah. Maybe like is looking for two best friends to chat to every Tuesday. As always, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I envy you say it too fast. I don't know when to I don't know when to cut it.